Life can be many things to many people. What do you want your life to be? In this exclusive Spotify podcast, discover the art of living with Gurudev. Thank you for your work in helping us to see ourselves and others more beautifully and more holy and with greater levels of acceptance. From your perspective, what is emotional health look like in turbulent times we need to bring people to be more conscious about their own emotions their own self and what is that they can do here i would say we are ignoring one important aspect when we talk about emotions that our emotions are linked to the rhythms of our breath neither at home nor at school we are taught how to manage our emotions it's normal to get agitated it's normal to get upset but how long can you be upset is not in your control but if we know something about our own breathing patterns and how it can impact our mind and we can be in charge of our emotions it really brings so much empowerment in ourselves and makes us so centered second are we idealize oh i should never get angry i usually see mums feeling so upset when they get upset with the kids at home and they get upset because they got upset you see and then the cycle goes on there is a sense of acceptance about all these emotions no emotion is good or bad they are there they make you human being it's emotions that makes us alive that makes us different from other objects now how to channel the negative emotion how to transform that into positive emotion this is a challenge and here i would say our breath work and our broadened awareness and a look at our own life and how we have handled such emotions before can help us to be more centered now i would like to say something here about different emotions connected with different chakras in our own body you know each emotion has a particular sensation in a particular part of the body and this in the yogic science we call the chakras the seven chakras in the body actually there are 109 chakras chakras are uh, energy points of the 109 this uh, seven or more important for example the navel uh, chakra the solar plexus is for jealousy generosity joy and then greed all these four you know four emotions you find the sensation there no fear anger and hatred they're all in one area that is the heart chakra someone who has hatred they have no love and no fear if you are afraid then uh, there is no hate nor love because it's the same emotion which expresses in one pattern or other they are linked it's the same energy life force which it gets expressed as hatred you find all this nexalites and the militants uh, you know they have so much hatred but why that hatred because they have love also the same amount of love also they have and fear these three things and then you go to the throat chakra 
This is where you find grief and gratefulness. When you feel grateful, your throat chokes. And when you are so sad, there is some sensation that arises in the throat. Similarly, in between the eyebrows, the third eye point, this is anger and alertness. You will see if you are alert, at that moment anger is not expressed. But if you are angry, at that moment there is no alertness. These two opposite expression of the same energy is in our body and this goes up and down. So you can't label this is bad, this is good. It's one energy, one electricity, one life force. Now anger and alertness. If you, often you find people who are very alert, they are prone to get angry more. That particular spot in their uh, you know, body is more activated. Similarly, when the energy reaches to the top of the head, there is colorfulness, blissfulness. Uh, there is a sense of total peace and tranquility, a sense of oneness with everybody. So you feel that everyone belongs to you. In India, grandmothers used to say, if child is getting upset or so, what did you feed him today? <laughs> so, you know, your food impacts your mind. If someone is doing brilliant work, what did they feed you today? <laughs> so, Vata Pitta Kafayurveda describes a lot about behavior tendencies of people connected to uh, the doshas, the balances in the body, you know, how the doshas function through them. So if someone is high in pitta, you give them Mexican food or some chili and then that's it. You can expect some firecrackers coming. <laughs> <laughs> Healthy emotion is that which stays only as long as you draw a line on the water. Have you noticed the kids are angry and or they are crying? And the tears are still on their cheek and the skin starts smiling in no time, you know. They'll smile immediately. For an adult, for them to smile back when they are upset, I don't know how long it takes. <laughs> Maybe months. So, this emotional resilience is inbuilt in us. I find there are two uh, main things in the whole world when I see. In some part of the world, we express our emotion a lot. We keep telling, oh, I love you, I love you, honey, and all that stuff a lot. But then somewhere then you turn to be diabetic and you can't use the honey also. <laughs> On the other side of the planet, uh, in some countries, you bury your emotions so much that you never say the word I love you to anybody. You know, your emotions are not expressed. You will find it in many Asian countries, the women, they don't express their emotions. And so that becomes a huge pressure and we build up the pressure in the mind and then it gives rise to many psychological and physiological uh, problems. The middle path is what is essential here and that is possible if we become aware of the uh, life from a broader context. What do you say? Susan. Yes. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I, absolutely, when we suppress emotions, there's an amplification effect. You know, when you try not to think about something, you think about that thing. It's fascinating to me that we live very much in a society that seems to encourage 
emotional suppression. And what I hear you saying so beautifully is there's a cultural narrative around emotions that actually leads us to lose our way from ourselves, leads us to become decentered and uncentered. I wonder, you know, what is that that thing? It sounds like you're speaking to an essence of self that is wise. And I'm wondering if you can talk talk about that. See, there is something which is beyond emotion in all of us, our spirit. Emotions are changing. No emotion can be the same all through. You know, their intensity changes. Their their expression changes. When a couple fall in love with each other, they they express their love a lot, and then as time goes and their expression is little, takes a little back seat, I suppose, and then <laughs> then the whole thing starts. You know, you don't love me, and do you really love me? All these questions. <laughs> You didn't buy me flowers. <laughs> yeah. well, Where's my coffee in bed? <laughs> <laughs> but there is something that's uh, that doesn't change in us. But we don't pay attention to that aspect of our life. Yeah. Our thoughts, our body changes, our thoughts change, our emotions change. But to realize the change, there need to be some reference point which is not changing. Because of its presence, that something is present in us that is not changing, we are able to notice the changes as well. Being in touch with that aspect of us that doesn't change, the self, is what is meditation. And meditation doesn't make you dull and dry. It helps you to enjoy the emotions better. Instead of getting embroiled in it, it helps you to witness and watch the emotions and uh, be with As I'm talking, in your mind there is a dialogue going on. Are you aware of that dialogue? You say yes, yes or no, no. There is agreement or disagreement. We are going through that, right? Are we aware of this? Similarly, you see someone who is, and they are pushing your buttons and you get so upset, annoyed and something is happening, a sensation is arising inside of you. Are you aware of those sensations? If we are aware, then we filter whether to act on it or not act on it. But those who do not have this filter, they end up in the jail. They too got all these emotions and they just acted with, from those emotions. And you know, they feel so helpless. If you interact with the, the so-called criminals, you find in all those culprits, there is a victim crying for help. Because they just, out of an emotional outburst, they did something which they were not wanting to do, in fact. So, how can we channelize our emotion, this energy, this is, possible only when we are able to take a little step back from the emotions and then give a proper channel to those emotions. Instead of shunning them down or shutting it off or getting dragged by it, you are able to handle it for your advantage. Yeah, I think that's such a powerful perspective, the, that, that psychological capacity to helicopter above your emotion. 
Um, one of the things that I often think of in my work is how when we are sad, we'll often say something like, I am sad. You know, I am angry. Th that language that we use is so powerful because when we say something like I am, it's almost like we are defining ourselves by the emotion. 100% of me is sad and there's no space for anything else. Life can be many things to many people. What do you want your life to be? In this exclusive Spotify podcast, discover the art of living with Gurudev.